Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Bigger Picture with Ryan Huang. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Dankabarty, Jagdish, and Ryan Huang with you. It's time now for the bigger picture. Well, Joe Biden, it seems, has been a very busy man, more recently trying to galvanize the international community to draw a firm red line against Vladimir Putin. The Russia-Ukraine conflict continues to be very much on the minds of investors, right, Ryan? I mean, what's next? Yeah, it's a busy day for Biden, and this is sort of a lot of meetings in store for him, and he already has met up with the likes of the EU leaders, and he has come up with some announcements, new sanctions, where he is also calling for the group of 20 to eject Russia from the group. Uh, he's also slapped some new sanctions on some Russian elites and lawmakers and also uh, talking about blocking Russia's central bank from its use of gold. And we are still waiting for more details from perhaps the EU leaders in terms of new sanctions or measures to enforce existing sanctions. So all that is coming into play and investors have a lot to digest. So let's get a bigger picture from Ashish Chanda. He is the CEO and founder of private wealth management platform, Crystal. Morning, Ashish. How are you doing this Friday? Good morning, Ryan. We would be here. Yeah, Ashish, before we get into the details, let's get a bit of an overview first of what's driving market sentiment. Despite all the issues around Ukraine, that doesn't seem to be shaking the investor confidence from what I'm seeing on the markets. Yeah, the Ukraine conflict is uh, going into an elongated run. It's already entered the second month. But I think the markets are more uh, clued on what the Federal Reserve in the U.S. has been doing. Especially there's a lot of commentary coming out of there uh, talking about rate hikes or more aggressive hikes coming from there. And that is the driving some sentiment. Of course, there is news all over the globe coming. You know, there'll be OPEC meetings. And there's a lot of stuff happening in Singapore here, closer to home, uh, you know, with the COVID relaxation yesterday announced. So there's a lot of things happening in the markets depending on, yeah, you know, which, which uh, segment we look at. Yeah, definitely something to um, keep in mind. So many moving parts in the markets. Uh, one big one, of course, was the jobless claims data coming through better than expected, just giving more confidence about that U.S. economic recovery overnight. And talking about sanctions, uh, we had the U.S. announcing a new package of sanctions on Russian elites, lawmakers and defense companies. And like you pointed out, Ashish, this is now into the second month of the war. What do you think will be the impact of this sanctions playing out if it's long drawn out? What will it mean for markets and oil prices? Yeah, so oil prices are in a secular rally now, right? So it's, it's, it's just one way to go, which is up. Uh, I think the, the increase in oil prices would be quite gradual from here. But you are looking at oil going towards 150, towards mid-year, maybe even 200 towards the end of the year. Uh, that's quite a likely scenario that we all have to be very off, which will lead to inflation uh, and commodity prices in general going up. You see what's happening is that, you know, for example, look at the food prices, right? The mm. wheat prices have gone up 50% YTD uh, just because of the conflict in uh, Russia and Ukraine, and both of them being, uh, you know, wheat producers. So food price inflation, uh, oil and gas prices, everything is looking up, and that is going to have ripple effect on how GDP growth gets affected. Um, but as far as the sanctions are concerned, yes, there will be more sanctions. We already had some announced yesterday on the Duma and the elite. Uh, but I don't think that's going to create any issues for Putin to, to you know, take a step back. It doesn't look like that for, for now. Yeah, Ashish, talking about those sanctions, so what do you think will be the impact on businesses when it comes to their earnings, their margins? Are they in a good position to pass on those higher costs to consumers? That's quite a tough one. See, we have just come out of COVID uh, cycle and uh, the 
ability that businesses have to pass on the cost is limited, but they will have to. Which is where if you see what the lessons are in Europe, so take the example of, uh, uh, you know, there was there was some statements coming out of the ECB and uh, uh, the councils there talking about that if the war leads to a recession or a recessionary kind of uh, 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 recessionary, uh, recessionary uh, uh, data, mm-hmm. then they will actually go for more uh, expansion. They may actually print uh, more money. So, you know, there is there are interest rate hikes happening, but at the same time, there is a fear of recession coming in uh, because corporates and companies will not be able to pass on all the impact um, of the uh, inflation to consumers. Mm. Ashish Chanda, he is the CEO and founder of Crystal. Now, Ashish, on the flip side, investors back home have more to share. We've got a major easing of COVID-19 pandemic measures coming up next week. So, for example, all vaccinated travellers can enter Singapore without quarantine from April the 1st. And also, group gatherings expanded to 10 people from 5. And also, 75% of employees who can work from home will be allowed to return to the workplace. Ashish, uh, what's getting you most excited about all these measures? Oh, this is fantastic. Such a warm welcome news. Uh, you know, there are people who want to come back to offices and uh, interact with each other. It's definitely going to add to productivity. In general, the consumer sentiment goes up as you have more people socializing. You'll have event management uh, companies doing better. You'll have hospitality sector getting better. Uh, of course, the airlines, I think, have already recovered quite mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, so this is definitely going to give a boost to the economy. And in general, consumer sentiment uh, should be a lot better. Yeah. Maybe it's just slow. Uh, you know, for example, in airlines, uh, you have the oil costs still uh, causing margin pressures there. So the recovery may be slow, but I think it's going to be very, very robust. It's a very, very welcome news that we got yesterday back home. Yeah, really welcome news, Ashish. And if you talk to your clients these days, what is your advice to them when it comes to allocation? Where do you park your money around the world these days? So so a lot of the allocation that we are uh, advising clients to do is in uh, uh, lower risk assets. Uh, just because of what's happening in the interest rate cycle in the U.S. as well as uh, in, the, in the war in Europe. Uh, so it's, it's a lot of allocation is going to alternate into market neutral funds, uh, into commodity uh, related plays. Uh, because that's where there's a complete secular cycle. At the same time, I think there, there is opportunities being created, uh, for example, in the reopening sectors, uh, COVID reopening sectors, and also in parts in the technology space. Uh, so these are the areas where we are uh, getting the focus on. Uh, but some of the evergreen plays are in the commodities and, and wheat and some other alternates. All right, Ashish, when it comes to you know, cutting exposure or you know, avoiding things, uh, where do China come in the picture? Because there are so many moving parts there, regulatory concerns, and also in Europe, we've got a potential slowdown in the economy. Where do those factor into the allocation? So the, uh, the Chinese uh, central bank, so the monetary policy over there is actually in a much different phase. It's in more of an easing cycle compared to the U.S., which is in the tightening cycle. Uh, I think we have seen a lot of the volatility in the last, let's say, 12 months, uh, both coming out of the, uh, the impact of, uh, you know, whatever businesses have been going through over there. Uh, but now the easing cycle is going to help the businesses there. So actually, we may have seen the words already over mm-hmm. for uh, Chinese names, uh, you know, Hong Kong listed names. Uh, and that could be uh, a turnaround uh, happening there. In fact, uh, about about a week ago, we did see a very vicious fall in the markets there, uh, which could have been led by some margin pressures and so on. But I think that part is over and we are looking at an upswing uh, from here. So we have to keep an eye on the monetary cycle there, which is easing, and that should aid growth and hence equity prices.
All right, we're in with Ashish Chanda. He is the CEO and founder of private wealth measurement platform, Crystal. Ashish, thanks for your time and have a great weekend in advance. Thank you, Ryan. Before acting on the information on MoneyFM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.